0: Buenos dias from the springs. This is the Rorschach, Spain update from the 26th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Spain. On Monday, the 23rd, King Felipe VI reunited with his father, the former King of Spain, Juan Carlos I. This meeting comes off the back of almost two years of tension between the two. Juan Carlos arrived at the Palacio de la Zarzuela, the official residence of the Spanish royal family, on the outskirts of Madrid on Monday morning. Palace sources report concern for the former king's first visit back, as the preferred situation would have been more discreet. At 10 a.m., reporters awaited Juan Carlos' arrival, along with over 50 fans waving Spanish flags and shouting, Long live the king! In the upcoming months, the Spanish government will be changing the regulated market electricity bill, something that almost 40% of Spanish households currently have. The change, which falls more in line with how Portugal handles its electricity, will mean that the price will no longer depend on the daily and hourly market situation. Instead, prices will be cushioned by monthly or even yearly rates. Even though the Ministry of Ecological Transition expects this change to reduce electricity bills in Spain, experts warn that the change in mentality will be tough to adjust to. Still, there's no guarantee that the prices will be lower. For diplomat Javier Ruperez, who was Spain's ambassador to the United States and Deputy Secretary General of the UN, the solution to the Ukrainian-Russian conflict is paramount. In a recent interview for 20 Minutes, Ruperez stated, I don't know if this is World War III. But the, it is the most serious situation the world has known since 1945. The former ambassador to NATO, who currently belongs to EFA the Foundation for Analysis and Social Studies Board of Trustees, also noted that aggression has no basis in political or international life. Moving on, recent data has shown that Spain ranks highest in youth unemployment in developed European countries, with a rate of 30%. According to Eurostat, unemployment spiked to over 31% in the third quarter of 2021, with yearly average of almost 31%, more than 19% above the European average. One of the most significant factors for unemployment, besides the COVID-19 pandemic, is the lack of training in young people. The Bank of Spain indicated that in 2021, there was a dropout rate of around 13% between the ages of 18 and 24, the highest in the EU. The Ministry of Labor and Social Economy highlighted in a report from March this year That young people with fewer qualifications have a lower employment rate and a significantly higher unemployment rate, being more vulnerable to adverse situations. While the economic distress of COVID 19 might be recovering, unemployment is clearly an issue the government still needs to get a hold on. On that note about young people, the government approved a youth rental bonus, a decree to help young people aged 18 to 35, to rent property. Young renters with an annual income of fewer than 24,000 euros could receive a bonus of 250 euros a month to help pay rent in shared or private housing for up to two years. Measures for the legislature have been running smoothly and have allowed the public treasury to send the committed money to the active communities. Still, the youth rental bonus Will currently, only benefit 70,000 young people. Continuing with the housing market, the 2022 report released on Monday, the 23rd, by the National Statistics Institute has revealed which are the richest and poorest municipalities throughout Spain. The report takes into consideration the income per habitant of towns with over 20,000 people. And identifies employment trends in the area as well. Following the data, it seems that the richest towns can be found in Madrid, Catalonia, and the Basque Country. In the top three of annual net income per resident, we have Hozuela de Alacón, Madrid, with more than twenty-six thousand euros; Boadilla del Monte, Madrid, with around twenty-two thousand, and Sant Cugat del Valles, Barcelona, with more than 21,000. However, in the bottom place, with the lowest annual net income per resident throughout Spain, it was revealed that Los Palacios and Nijar, Almería, came in last place with around 7,000 euros. Moving on, it seems that hospital emergency rooms across Spain are experiencing unprecedented volumes, of patients due to local health clinic appointment delays. Patients have been flocking to emergency rooms for common illnesses throughout May, despite there being more plausible options of treatment. David Andenam, an emergency pediatrician based in Madrid, has said that the local outpatient clinics, which previously helped the hospital to focus on more serious cases, have been closed down so it's left to the hospitals to deal with all the cases, no matter the severity. Across Europe, pilots unions are informing Ryanair that they will take strike actions this summer if there is no substantial change in cabin crew employees' precarious working conditions. In Spain, some unions are calling for fundamental labor rights, including accusations that Ryanair is offering less than minimum wage to some of their employees. The union, Sindical Obrera, stated that irregularities committed by Ryanair in the management of its personnel and attacks are against the rights of its workers. There's good news for Spanish language learners this week, as researchers at the University of Granada unveiled the world's largest database for learning Spanish as a second language, and has developed a free web application called CEDEL2 to help non-native speakers learn Spanish. The CEDEL2 app provides oral and written resources by native speakers of Spanish from both Spain and Latin America. Nearly a month before the official start of summer, Spain experienced a spike in temperature, leading to an unusual heat wave across the country and specifically in the region of Catalonia. On Thursday the 19th, the Generalitat de Catalunya activated an alert for extreme temperatures, the peak of which occurred on the weekend of the 21st. The local government's alert was the earliest temperature warning given in almost 10 years. The State Meteorological Agency, or IMET, described the heat wave as very unusual for this time of year, with temperatures soaring over 10 to 15 degrees higher than the yearly average. In addition to the heat, significant dust cloud has traveled across the Mediterranean Sea from the Sahara Desert. It has affected air quality on the Catalan coast and the Andalucía, Extremadura, and Castilla y León. The Imet A-E-M-E-T, is keeping an eye on the soaring temperatures, but heat warnings remain in place. As an ode to her birthplace, award-winning poet Begoña M. Rueda has created a guide to Jaén, a town of just over 100,000 people in the heart of Andalucía. In the guide, There are a few well-kept secrets and attractions. With most of Andalusia's tourism centered around its coastline, we highly recommend checking out Rueda's Guide to Jaén, a small town that packs a cultural and exciting punch. And to close this edition, we wanted to recommend a fellow podcaster. For expats, particularly Brits, check out DavidWrightOnline.com. He provides information and advice regarding jobs, visas, and real estate for people living and working in Spain. You can listen to his weekly podcast, Living in Spain with David Wright, using the link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Want to help us out? Hit the subscribe button and tell your friends about us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at spain at or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach.spain or Twitter at Rorschach Spain. Hasta la próxima.